You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode 62. We're talking about strategic study and how to get your teen the most reward for their effort by considering their priorities, their actions, and intentionally planning and executing each of their tasks in a particular way. I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hello, my very important parents and carers. How are things going? I hope you're really good. Things are great here, but pretty busy. So I'm keeping on top of life by getting things done a little bit in advance, including this podcast episode. It's early Friday morning. I'm recording this before I deliver the Teacher Professional Development Day on how to integrate more study skills and exam technique training into the everyday classroom. And we're just over a week away from the Next Level event that is happening a week on Sunday as they record this, but we'll have done the event by the time you hear this on the Tuesday a few days afterwards. And I've been spending the majority of this past month or so dedicated to the planning and delivery of that next level event. So I want to share with you one of the key themes underpinning what we're going to be working on in that special training. Now the title of the training is Maximize Your Exam Technique and I have based the whole thing, all of the practice, examples, activities and content within it around this idea of strategy. So their exam strategy, exam prep strategy, and their strategy in the exam hall. So their short response question strategy, their extended response and essay strategy. And the more I've been thinking about it all, the more and more I think that getting strategic is a really important skill for students, especially as they move up through those year groups and build their skills and techniques. And to get really specific about it, I think that when it comes to your teen's study, being strategic is a mix of knowledge and understanding and action and application. For example, I really want students to be able to figure out for themselves based on having at least a basic knowledge and understanding of how exams and assessment work, what is the best thing for them to work on at a particular time? How do they do it at the optimal time for them or according to the type of task that it is? So basically have really good task and time management and importantly for them to have the ability and skills to do whatever that is in the most effective way. So let's talk about that word strategy and what being strategic really means in relation to your teen and their study. Because I know I use the word 
a lot. I love talking about strategic and what strategy we're going to use here. But I know that it can be a little bit of a vague word that just sounds really good. Like, yeah, I want to be strategic. But it's a little bit like that phrase of work smarter, not harder. (laughs) It gets told to students all of the time. And I know that most of the time, it's a little bit frustrating for students to hear because yes, it sounds good. But most students don't know how, how to actually work smarter. And it's said as if that's just the solution. Oh, okay, I just need to work smarter. Right, problem solved. But we know that's not the case. And that's why I put a lot of time and energy into delivering the how part of that for you and your teen. How your teen can actually work smarter with practical and tangible actions. So I want to do the same today for being strategic. So what is strategy? What does it mean to be strategic? Sometimes with concepts in general, it can be helpful to consider the opposite. This is a tip you can use for your teen for a lot of things. Sometimes it can just feel more obvious or clearer to think about what something is not. So although it might be hard for your teen to define what strategic study is, I bet they could describe what it's not. It's not just doing more, working harder without the outcomes or results to show for it. It's not doing things without a clear idea of why we're doing it or how it's going to help. And we're not just half doing something. We're not just dabbling or tiptoeing around. And we're not guessing at things. Do you remember back in episode 41, hope is not a strategy? We don't want to be doing things and just hoping that they work. It's not doing things that have little to no impact, are not the most effective thing that we could be doing, or doing something that could be effective, but we're just not doing it very efficiently or doing it very well. So having figured out what it's not, we can flip each of those to help us truly know on a practical level what study strategy or what being strategic actually is. It's that we're intentionally executing actions or tasks or activities that have been carefully considered and chosen in terms of the outcomes that they're going to give. And we're absolutely clear on what those tasks are and how to do them and why we're doing them. And we're doing them to completion. We're doing them efficiently and effectively and doing them to the best of our ability. Now, I did go and actually look up the definition of the word strategy. And it said, combining, planning and directing movements and operations. And I really like that. I think that definition of strategy definitely works here in this context. But for me, being strategic is a little bit more than that. I think that the focus is on that planning part here, where we're actually selecting the actions or operations that are going to give most bang for buck. It's about identifying all the things we could do and then make an informed decision about what thing or things actually need to be done, could be prioritized in what way and at what times to produce the most impact and maximize results. And that word informed is also really important here because so many students are limited by what they don't know they don't know. (laughs) And there's a useful distinction to make here. 
If your teen is feeling a little bit lost or hopeless in their study, it's likely because they don't know what to do. They just don't have or can't come up with options of what they could do or how to do something. Maybe they don't know what a task or question is really asking them. Maybe they've got no idea what the mark is actually going to be looking for. Maybe they don't really know how to revise for their exam or they don't know what evidence they should be even looking for in their research. In which case, they might be feeling a bit blank. They might feel like they're just not so smart. They might feel stuck. They're maybe a little bit despondent because they don't actually know what's needed. So they can't go get it. They can't do it. And they don't even have choices about what's the most strategic thing to do here. Whereas if they're feeling maybe more on the overwhelmed or confused or stressed side of things, it's more likely that they do know or they have some ideas about what might be missing or what they need to be doing or what they could be doing. They just don't have maybe time to do it all or they don't have the awareness or the knowledge to help them decide which option is best or what they should make as their priority. So if being strategic means doing the most impactful thing at the optimal time, that means they need all of the possible options laid out and they need to then understand how each of those options will impact their study and results. How is it going to serve them and to what extent? So they also need awareness around what skills they need and they also need awareness around what skills are required to do them. Which skills are their current strengths and weaknesses? And this is what I mean about students being limited by not knowing what they don't know. Because once they have all of the information, then they can make strategic choices, make strategic moves. Just like a leader in a battle would need to make a strategy, a plan of what to do to get the best outcome, that leader needs all of the information and intel in order to make an effective decision and make the best plan. So a simple surface level example of this would be for your team to make a strategic decision about where to put their time and energy in their independent study using the study success formula. Now, I explain this formula in detail in episode one of this podcast. It's what everything I train and teach hinges on. And the formula is knowledge plus application equals success. So your teen would consider what is limiting them right now in their study, maybe even in a specific subject. So let's say it's in English. Is it their knowledge or is it their application that's currently holding them back? Is it their knowledge, let's say, of the plot of Macbeth, for example, or their understanding of poetic devices or their ability to identify the three types of persuasion? These would all be subject knowledge issues that they should prioritize if that's their weakest link. Or is it that they're pretty good with their subject knowledge, but it's their ability to put that across in an essay that is lacking or to be able to write in enough detail or be able to craft a strong thesis statement about any of those topics? Is it their skills of application that are the weak link? And if it's their knowledge and understanding of the topic that they identify is the thing holding them back, then the strategic move would be for them to go and use study guides, perhaps sit down with their teacher or a tutor, or maybe use online explainer videos to help them build and solidify their subject knowledge. 
or if it's their application of that knowledge that's currently letting them down, then the strategic move would be to learn things like the three steps of analysis, to use the topic and focus system to dissect an essay question, or maybe they need to learn how to extend an explanation, to go into more detail, but without waffling and repeating themselves. Now, I know that there are some things that they have no choice over. So for example, if they know the most strategic way for them to revise a topic would be for them to create a mind map with all the links and interconnections and the layers info, but they have been told that they have to go and write an extended paragraph for that topic for homework, I know they can't just say to the teacher, well, I'm not doing that. I'm going to do it in a more strategic way or a more strategic way for me personally. And of course, they have to use the exact format and stick to the deadlines for assessments and for homework. But they do have a choice about when they will do those tasks, how long they will allocate to them, at what time of day they're going to do them, on which day they're going to do them. For example, I've talked before about this. It might not have been on the podcast, though. I can't remember about the optimal time to actually do a task in relation to the type of task that it is. We all have different times of day that we might find are optimal for us to be studying or doing work. But let's take an example of maths homework questions. Maybe they might be best off doing all of the questions the night that they get them while the concepts and processes are fresh in their mind. Or if it's that those questions are preparation for an exam, it might be better to use spaced repetition. And let's say do a couple of questions each night over a few different nights in the lead up to the exam. Sometimes it can also be more strategic to actually leave something. I won't say to the last minute, (laughs) but I will say closer to the deadline when it's something like rehearsing a presentation or a speech, not necessarily writing it, although that could be the case as well, but your team's going to be much better off rehearsing closer to the time that they're actually going to be presenting. There's a reason why the final dress rehearsal for a production is the day before and not a week before a performance. They're going to want it fresh in their heads. So there's a strategic choice on what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. We want to allocate your teens limited resources, i.e. their time and energy, against what are unlimited options, an infinite number of things they could be doing in their study and an infinite number of ways or sequences or times that they could be doing it all. And we want them to cut out the stuff that isn't going to be making a big difference or Sometimes I would even go so far as to say any difference and prioritize the things that are really going to move the needle for them. And we want them to be informed so that they can make their own strategic decisions and choices and plans where they know how assessment works and what's going to get the most bang for their buck. Maximum results for effort. And that's exactly what I've been doing in the prep for Maximize Your Exam Technique for the event for our next level students. I've gone through and determined what skills and techniques I believe in my experience students will most benefit from honing and practicing and building. And I've therefore created new and strategic activities and exercises and examples for us to work with in real time to have them maximize their exam technique in the most efficient and effective way. 
So have a chat with your teen and go through everything they're currently doing in their study and consider, is this the most strategic thing? Is it being done in the most strategic way and at the most strategic time? And are there things that could be optimized further or prioritized differently or just tweaked in some way? Because small things can make a huge difference to their study, their life balance, their results and their confidence. We don't want them aimlessly just doing things or just doing them the way they always have if that's not the most strategic way for them. We want them being intentional and proactive so they create their best possible outcomes with less of the stress and less time spent in the process. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this podcast. Please share the podcast with any friends or family that you think might also get some benefit for them and for their teen. I really want to help as many parents as possible with this podcast and I rely on your help to make that happen. Have a great rest of your day and I will meet you back here next week for another episode. Take care. Bye. If you're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program and I'll see you there.